65. Days are all the same. Wanna break the cycle, but I can't change my way. Need to get up out my house. I've been stuck in this place. Wanna feel alive, but I can't feel a thing. Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Josh Raymer, joined in the So Chat tonight. On my right, Adam Markham. On my left, Bobby Reynolds. Gentlemen, how are we on this 2024 evening? Doing very well, Josh. <laughs> Did you have to think about it? Sure. I was just sure. trying to tell the folks at home what year it was. I was like, yeah, it is 2024, We isn't have it? not potted this year, so we're just welcoming in the new year, Bobo. Sure, sure. I wore my... Uh... Merry Christmas, socks. There you yes, go. Still Christmas season. Everyone have a Merry Christmas. Very, it was a very, very good Christmas. The Christmas decorations are still up in the Raymer household. Yeah, we still got the lights on outside. Yeah, that's it. Will stay up probably it's been cold through all of January. I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know when they'll come down. I think there should be a company you can just pay to uh, come and get your tree as is, and they'll bring it back next November. Yeah, nice. that would be nice. Ornaments just on keep it, it in a yeah. like warehouse hey. with my name on it. Saran wrap it. Yeah, Big bring it three, back to Christmas me. trees. Yeah. That would be that's, nice. We could. Uh, that's a great idea. Could be something because it's always like, oh god, we got to get the Christmas tree out. There's mm-hmm. spiders everywhere because it's been in the garage and bugs. I do love the Christmas spirit, you know, uh, November, December. But then after Christmas, it's like, all right, get this out of my sight. I don't want the tree on anymore. It's all right. We need the warmth. Turn We're ready to go off. Yeah, ready we're to depressed. Go. We're sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone, I saw someone tweet like, "January is not the time to make resolutions. That's yeah. like an April or September yeah. thing. Yeah, right. January is just for like watching TV, eating ice cream out of the car. Yeah, let's get through these next three months. Just crying yourself to sleep. Then we'll think about, you know, if we want to change anything. <laughs> Probably not, because yeah. at that point we're just mega sad. I do try to think more optimistically. Like once you roll past Christmas, the days are progressively getting longer. That is true. You're getting a little bit more sunshine. Just a little bit. Not much. And knowing Kentucky, I mean, we got up to like 56 today. Oh, I play a little disc golf. Think it's supposed fine. to be down t-shirt in the on teens to, or Look next week. You. Nothing but t-shirt on. Hey, that's it. Nothing but never looks so beautiful. <laughs> Played well. No pants. No shoes. No problem. Hey. Well, welcome in. We're glad you're here for this first episode of the new year with the big three. Uh, hope you all had a wonderful Christmas and New Year's as well. Uh, we are happy to be back with you all. It is officially the off season. Championships have wrapped up. The regular season is over. We are just a few days away from the NFL playoffs starting on Saturday, Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, we've got Bunch of games. I think uh, two on Saturday, three on Sunday, and mm. one on Monday. Mm. So mm. full weekend of games. NFL just being greedy again. How yeah, many got days a game on, can we spread? Got this? a game on Peacock as well. Oh, really? Yes. The uh, Chiefs Dolphins game is exclusively on Peacock. Why? Yeah, money. Gosh, that's so aggravating. Lots of money. I've got a Peacock account. Peacock's yeah. a great streaming service. I mean, I will stand for the mm. for the bird. Is it a paid for thing though? It's like five bucks a month. I got it. Oh, I got it with my uh, Golf Now subscription. Oh, okay. There you go. I got you. Shout out. Thank you. It will expire though, and I'll probably need one next year. Okay. So uh, I don't know. I probably won't do it at that point. Yeah, another golf subscription. Adam does famously does not watch TV, so he will not yeah. be using it for the original programming. Yeah, just the games. Just, just the, the games. games. That's it. That's it. Right. We'll get used to it. They'll have it. That's probably. all they deserve. That's probably, I watch nothing else. I'm feeling nothing else up in here not, nothing at all Isn't just youtube golf highlights close to this time of year maybe it's after the playoffs when they run the uh you know you can go back and actually watch like game tape 
Um, and yeah. they'll run like a little free. It used to be NFL Game Rewind, right? Well, it's with NFL Plus now. That's yes. it. Yeah. I am just like a corporate shield tonight. You really are. Mm-hmm. Anything yeah. else you'd like to plug, <laughs> Mr. <Yeah>. Shell? <laughs> Getting annoyed. Goodness gracious. It's good, well, though. And the replays are, you know, available immediately. Heck yeah. Yeah, that app was a hot ass disaster the first year and they right. caught a ton of flack for it so i think someone got fired and they got that thing right for year two they did uh, good I yeah was, i was impressed because if i think with a certain tier you could get the red zone right i think so so did you stuff. wear the colts sweatshirt just accidentally tonight or are you making a point no i'm you bummed uh, i just wanted to have some nfl merch on no that's probably 25 percent of your wardrobe probably colts is, apparel yeah. colts apparel I like that western apparel sure. um no yeah. I, I mean I didn't expect us to win. I mean, when your fourth down play in the Colts-Texans game comes down to Goodson and Gardner Minshew. Yeah, it's Gardner Minshew. It's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine. This was this season was a huge success. Boy, what a bro that guy is. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Like, hearing him, like, mic'd up and stuff, you're like, good Lord, how can anyone take this guy serious? I know. And then just, you know, the, the poor kid that's like the third string running back, mm-hmm. just like holding, you know, Tears in his eyes, having to explain at his locker what happened on that play. It's like, God, this is just like, yeah, you know, this is just crushing. So, yeah, it's tough. But you know, it was a good season. We know Shane's a good coach. That team way overachieved. That should oh, have yeah. been like a four or five win team once mm-hmm. uh, a Rich went down. So get him back. I'd like us to re-sign Pittman. We've got JT under contract. So oh yeah, you guys are in good shape. Yeah, I'm excited. The AFC South's kind of frisky. Yeah, if you can get an offensive mind in there in Tennessee to mold Will Levis and T. Loss, the worst quarterback yeah, in the division, huge bust all of a sudden. Oh my gosh, did you see the uh, paralleled stats between him and Mac Jones? Mm-mm. There's a tweet out now that's like that's right, scare, yeah. uh, like really scary, scarily, scarily. I think so. Scarily similar, eerily similar, eerily similar. There you mm-hmm. go. Actually, I know Mac Jones was better in a couple of the categories, which is eh. he might be better. I and mean, he just bring got, him he, in. He just yeah. got benched for Bailey Zappi. Shout out Western. I did also saw a cut up though of like T Law putting some balls on the number and like yeah. <laughs> receivers just dropping under. I mean, I think saying, Calvin Ridley had seven or eight drop touched dropped uh, passes or something. Zay he Jones is. had a bunch. Yeah, Calvin really is like thirty. You know, I mean, mm. say what you want to. That team needs some more talent. Age-wise, he's older. They're not going to keep Ridley. They're going to have a lot of turnover this year. Can they even afford Josh Allen now? Uh, Trayvon Walker came well, on the end of the I season. I think they'll franchise sure That's nice. Awesome. Yeah, they yep. did. That was a bit under the radar. Oh, yeah. Speaking of under the radar. Sure. We're going to talk about some IDP Dynasty Risers tonight after the break. But first, we are going to talk through one of our favorite annual traditions. It is the NFL Playoff IDP Rankings, available for free over at theidpshow.com. So if you're playing in a playoff fantasy league, which we recommend, it's my favorite form of fantasy, um, we have a template in there if you want to do just the Google Sheet option. That's actually how we do our draft, is we will draft in the Google Sheet, and then Adam will go in and add the rosters manually. But we use Fantrax. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, it is the only site platform Form that does, you know, playoff fantasy with full IDP. MFL may don't don't go sending us emails. I know the MFL crowd. Well, we started there. on fan tracks two years ago. MFL did not. So yeah. unless they've added it, which they may have, explain it a little bit, Josh, because I played with some guys this week and they were kind of not understanding the concept just a little bit. Of they had never played before. fantasy. Yeah. So it's like a survivor pool. Yeah. You have to pick players that are going to get you. A lot of games because mm-hmm. if you're one and done with all of your guys, yep. you're you're done. You don't you don't get to redraft. Yep. We do a draft and done setup where you pick a team for the entire playoffs, and you know there's a lot of strategy that goes into it. Do you spread your guys out? Mm-hmm. I think the strategy that has been shown to be most successful 
is you stack the teams that you think are going to make the Super Bowl. Load up on two or three teams. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then do you take the team that has the bye? Mm -hmm. Because you're like, well, those are the best teams, right? But But what if they get upset? You lose that first-round game. They get bounced. They get upset. Suddenly you're you're sunk. Mm -hmm. So do you take a team playing in the wild card round, like a Buffalo Bills or something that you think could make a run? So I like it because there's a lot more strategy involved because these teams could be gone. Because essentially with the Bills, you get four games out of them if they make it to the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, and in, regardless of how their players you know, perform, you're going to get four games out of Gabe Davis, Ed Oliver, Josh Allen. I mean, it's going to be um, it's, it's going to be hard to beat. My, my thought process in a lot of it is, can I get two games out of this guy? Is this a one yep. and done? Because if it is, yep. is, is a George Pickens really even worth drafting? You know, um, it's you might, fun. You might sprinkle those guys in. Yeah. Like if, um, you know, TJ Watt's out, but he'd yeah. be a great example of like, if yeah. Watt's sitting out there, I'll add him as like my IDP flex or yeah. something. Right. Just so off chance he gets four sacks in this yeah. game, yeah. right? And yeah. maybe the Steelers win one and then you get two games out of them and you're like, all right, I feel a little better now. Yeah. You're like, do I want TJ Watt or do I want someone like um, Javon Hargrave? Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Or Jadevian Clowney. Right. Right. From Baltimore. All the guys that were in it with me basically came out saying uh, that was one of the more fun, uh, thought provoking type drafts that I've done in a while. Playoff drafts it's are fun. so it much fun. It feels really weird drafting Javon Hargrave over an Aaron Donald, but there's worlds where you might do something like that. It's all know? about which teams can you get the most games out of. Absolutely. So, and if you think, hey, I, I think the Rams could make the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. load up. Like, yeah. a great strategy would be like Cowboys and Bills. Yeah. Like, I, if you think those two teams could win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I think they very much could stack those teams, yeah, because you could get four games out of them potentially, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, sometimes you got to zag a little bit. Everyone's mm-hmm. going to be on Baltimore and San yep. Fran, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, you got to kind of take those little shots that if you, they do get you three games or whatever. You're going to have a good shot at winning it. Yeah. yeah, the year I won it, the year I finally beat you, I stacked your Rams when they made the Super Bowl. Let's go. So if you pick the Super Bowl team, there's a very good chance that you are going to win. And this is one of the most fun years to start because there's no clear favorite. No, there's no there's Patriots not. to where when everybody has all the McCordys, then you basically know, well, that was fun playing. Yeah, you stack Tom Brady and Gronk yeah. and Edelman and all the defensive guys. But let's talk through, boys, some of the top options at each position. Like we said, theidpshow.com. Adam put the ranks together. They are available over there for free. We have both it broken down by team and then a top 75 as well. Um, so make sure you check that out and make sure you play playoff fantasy because it's a lot of fun. But LB options, boys, uh, I'll just read some of the top options here and we can talk about maybe some targets you like personally. Uh, so Fred Warner, Roquan Smith, Terrell Bernard, Patrick Queen, Dre Greenlaw, Nick Bolton, Nick Bolton, JOK, Ernest Jones. Um, Addy, who do you like uh, from that list or maybe from some of the other guys that I didn't read there? Yeah, I mean, I think Terrell Bernard's a really nice one that you could probably get at a nice value. Um, if you are doing these playoff leagues, you're probably in it with some casual Casuals, folks. yeah. You know, like the, the one we do is with high school friends pretty much, and uh, a few of those guys are not as plugged into the IDP side. So, I mean, you could easily get a guy like Terrell Bernard, you know, a little later than you're supposed to. Yep. So, I like him quite a bit. I mean, Patrick Queen's a nice one, too. Um, Nick Bolton. I think Nick Bolton's he's kind of coming on as hey, of late. He's buried on fan tracks. Is he? Absolutely buried. Um, if I hadn't already drafted two. Um, yeah, I, that's right, because he missed. He I missed ha- this year. Ben called me. Shout out Fantasy Guru, bro. And we were talking. I was like, dude, just I'm going to give you a little leg up here. Nick Bolton is still available. So Well, and then, you, Bobo, you've actually already drafted. So who were the linebackers you ended up with? Um, okay, so 
Hold on, Josh. We're loading. Loading? Okay, here we go. We're good. All right. Um, so I got Micah Parsons, linebacker, and Fred Warner. And then in my IDP flex, I also have Drake Greenlaw. So there you go. So you went little Cowboys, San Fran Niners. heavy. Yeah. But, uh, Does he have an edge tag or anything on there, a DL tag? Or? Yeah, so Micah Parsons on here. It's letting me put him in the LB spot. So he is a he's a linebacker on there. Okay. Hmm. There you are. Go. Good to know. Don't like that. Don't like that at all. <laughs> um, so did you stack San Fran in yours in your draft? Um, not really. I don't really have a ton of San Fran players on offense. I do have George Kittle. I'm probably a little too Ram heavy. I have Stafford and ended up, it just happened this way, I did get Puka and Cup. So if you get two games out of them, it's probably worth I it. I think the Rams are a nice little low-key option because oh, I think yeah. that team is sneaky good. Yeah, yeah I, think, I feel like Detroit. Uh, yes, that, that game Detroit's against, another uh, one. Again, yeah, but I mean that game's a coin flip, you know. It is. Yeah. Yes, either one of those teams, like are, I think they're both good. Will probably mm-hmm. be the best game of the weekend. Oh yeah, I think so too. It's the prime time game. What Saturday night, Sunday night, Sunday night, Sunday, Sunday night. night football. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was gonna say you could. Depending on who you like out of Lions Rams, I think that could be a fun team to stack mm-hmm. because there's going to be options on both sides of the ball. I think Detroit is a fun option to make, you know, win a game or two at least. And you've got Anzalone there. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got on the edge rushing rotation Hutchinson. You've got some fun DB options on offense. You know, you've got. Um, Bruce Irvin. <laughs> yeah. Bruce is with the Dolphins now. Yeah. Is he really? Yes. Yeah. He just signed wow. with the Dolphins. They, yeah. They need all also, the help they, they can get. Also, um, they signed Frank Clark this week. Did they? No, I don't think it was Frank. I think it was somebody a little less sexy. Okay. Um, Melvin Ingram. The, Melvin Ingram's been there. Okay. I Anyways. think they cut him, brought him back, and now, especially with Chubb ABG's gone, done, too. ABG's. Mm-hmm. Is he out? Out. Out yep. for the season. Foot is injury. he really? Yeah, man. Dang. They crazy. Yeah, they're ravaged. That's going to be a big part of that game, how much that defense is Well, and I don't want any piece of that Chiefs-Dolphins game because I don't think you're going to get a lot of production in a negative 30-degree wind chill game. That's true. And Uh, also, in those kind of conditions, I have no idea who who I would pick in that game. Like, I'm going to be in Vegas this Um, weekend. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I may take the Chiefs' money line, but, like, um, just being at home – if I feel like yeah, I'd bet with Mahomes. I feel like he's yeah. You just got to bet on his experience. Just bet on the best quarterback. Yeah. If you're banking on Tua, I saw something where in like less than ten degree weather, Tua's like zero and four, fifty eight passer rush. He plays in rating. Miami. Yeah, he's like mm-hmm. really not good. Yeah, he's like Peyton Manning pretty much. All those dudes do. You know, yeah. I don't feel like any of those guys are like built for cold weather. Like no. Tyreek. That's where like I'm, it's all speed. Yeah, I'm, it's yeah. all speed. You're I'm, not built for that. I'm definitely taking the Chiefs in that game. Also, like um, I like the idea of getting some of those. Um, Cleveland linebackers. Yes. Yeah. Um, Got J- Houston. JOK, obviously. And then Houston. Yeah. I mean, that's another game where, like, that, those are it's pretty close. If, yeah. I, I mean, Blake Cashman's been really good this year. Christian yeah. Harris has been on fire. We'll as talk of late. about him later, I think. Yeah. Because so. the Browns are going to win a game. The Browns are going to beat the Steelers, probably. Well, the Browns got the Texans, right? Yes. Um, yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I said that so right. I think that's a I think that's flip. a good one. That's a good one. I st- but I do think I lean the Browns. Mm-hmm. A little bit. That's who I'd probably bet. Blacko has a Super Bowl. You yeah. know? I know it's he's true. a little bit older, but that dude's still been. It just worries me. Like, is he going to turn into a pumpkin at some point? Yeah. You know? Is, is it in Houston? He does have those games where yeah, he'll just. No, it'll be in Cleveland. Dude, so it's going to be cold as crap this weekend in, in mm-hmm. Cleveland as yeah. well. And he has those games like where he'll throw like three, four picks, you know? That's the thing. Yeah. If you're bombing it deep at, what, mm-hmm. 39 years old? I mean, just never know. And is Elijah Moore okay? I mean, he had a pretty bad concussion last time we saw him. Is Cooper back? 
Cooper should be back. I would think so. With yeah. a week of rest. What y'all's two thoughts? Weeks of rest. We'll go ahead and talk a little dynasty. Have y'all come around at all on Christian Harris? Yes. Yeah, he we're going to get there. I was going to say, we'll talk about game. it after the break. Sorry. Yeah. My apologies. <laughs> well, <laughs> or was it? Did yeah. I do it on purpose? I think the two that I like. <laughs> Deezer. Um, I think Ernest Jones and Alex Anzalone yeah. are the two that I really like is like just, you know, if you want to. Ernest is a good one, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because it's like you know that Ernest is going to perform, especially if you get two games out of him. Ernest was the LB1, I think, mm-hmm. of the fancy That's playoffs the for us. He's just finished so hot. He averaged like 25 points per game over the last three weeks of the season, so, yeah, red hot. Same as far years. as like coming into the play, the fantasy playoffs. Uh, or it was him and JOK, actually. Exactly, yeah. yeah, the NFL playoffs for fantasy. I mean, these two guys are as hot as you could possibly be. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize, too, uh, follow us on the YouTubes, if you don't, but Adam had a little YouTube exclusive, the uh, mm-hmm. NFC recap, and I didn't realize that Ernest Jones had – not only the most pass rush snaps of any linebacker, but also the most pressures. Yeah, he led in pressures. Wow. And he, and he, he might have gotten beaten uh, in the pass rush snaps, but that's just because he didn't play week seven or week 18, right? No, no. So, I mean, him. yeah, if you're looking at like per game, pass rush snaps, Ernest Jones led that and he led in pressures. So, I feel like we talked about this a little bit, you know, and, and kind of what led us into the Ernest Jones pass rush stuff was Nate Tice talking about how. In the Super Bowl, they were walking Ernest Jones up into the A and B gap and letting him rush the passer at times. And then they talked about when Bobby Wagner came on board, like, good gosh, the amount of sacks that these guys are going to have. And I think Wagner had a lot of sacks in L.A. last year. But I really didn't see this from a sack production coming from Ernest this year as the LB1 by himself. Um, but, hey, golly, Ernest, Love to see baby. it. Love to see it. Good times. Now, let's move to defensive line. So, some good D-tackle options in this uh, playoffs here. You've got Javon Hargrave, Ed Oliver, Chris Jones, Aaron Donald, Jalen Carter, Kobe Turner, if he's listed as a defensive tackle, Osei Odigizua, Michael Pierce, Christian Wilkins. I mean, when Christian Wilkins is bringing up the rear, I mean, that's a that's a pretty nice um, kind of slate of defensive tackles. Let's mention the edge rushers as Zach well. Zach Saylor, we didn't mention him. Yes, mm-hmm. Um, edge rushers, Nick Bosa, Micah Parsons, Jadevian Clowney, Miles Garrett, Aiden Hutchinson, Gregory Rousseau, George Karloftis, Will Anderson, Kyle Van Noy, Hassan Reddick. So, gentlemen, who do y'all like out of the defensive line group? Well, before Adam talks, I want to explain a little bit. So, what I'm reading through this is, you know, it's weird because you're basically reading talent and who Adam likes. So, Adam kind of likes the Cowboys he kind of likes the 49ers a little bit. Ravens, yeah. Um, he's got the Ravens kind of sprinkled in there, but you also is kind of a part where it's like, don't forget about the Rams. Also, Jalen Carter, you know. Well, so and that's why we do the team rankings as well. Yep. So if you feel better about the Rams, there yep. you go. There are the top options for that team. It just sounds funny hearing Christian Wilkins' name last in yes, the tackle. Yes, yeah. That's what makes this so much fun. With Michael that, Pierce in front of him. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> that's right. Because, and then, yeah, Odigi Zua, you know, like – this is what makes it fun is like, obviously Christian Wilkins is a better option than a lot of those guys, but mm-hmm. the Dolphins probably aren't going to win that game. Yeah. So you're going to get, he's going to be one and done. Yeah. I feel like if, if someone just clicked on the article and didn't read all the stuff, which is, uh, that's this, Possible. this day and age, that's <laughs> yes. how it goes. They you scroll know, right down to the rankings. They just looked at the rankings. I'm sure that got sent around to a lot of places. A lot of look, Reddit. At, look at this dope. Sure. Look at this dope right here. Sure. Got uh, Michael Pierce ahead of uh, Christian Wilkins. Yeah. But that's how you got to play it, folks, is yeah. uh, when you're doing the draft and done, you've got to pick winners. Um, <laughs> now, what do we think about um, Bosa, Parsons? I think in terms of like overall 101, especially in our scoring system, which we use big three scoring for our league, I think Parsons might be my 101 
because I think there's a good chance the Cowboys could make the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, this is obviously a prolific and edge rusher. If they do make the Super Bowl, you uh, they didn't have a bye, so you got you get four games. You get four games, yep. right? That's wow. that's rare. There are a few teams that could get four games. I really do think Cowboys, Bills, that, that stack makes a lot of sense. Bills are very hot right now. Yep. I mean, one, six in a row, five out of six mm-hmm. or something like that to close the season. I remember sitting here on the show saying, Bills are done. They're not making it. Same, yeah. Right? They were just, they looked awful. They'd lost too many games. You're and prob- they just got hot and rattled off some wins. Fired that OC. You're yep. probably getting two games out of the Bills. They're going to beat Pittsburgh. Here. I think so, too. Oh, yeah. that's That feels like one of the easiest matchups of, mm-hmm. uh, of the weekend. Mm-hmm. I think that's really the way you can do it is unless you just really feel like Ravens, 49ers are going to make the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, tr- if you can, picking two teams that you like to make the Super Bowl from the wild card round and yeah. just stacking those two teams. Now, if you whiff and you miss, then you're out. But I just think you have to take that swing if you want to try to win it. I yeah. wonder historically like what the odds are of the favorite getting to the Super Bowl. I think in the recent history, the favorites have made it more than not. Really? So, well, because it's often been like Patriots and Chiefs, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, the kind of forgotten team here, though, a little bit is the Philadelphia Eagles. I was just thinking yeah, about that. Yeah. 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 It's, but, I mean, but I kind of like the Bucks in that game, man. I know. Well, with everything that happened week 18, just, mm-hmm. oh, man. The the Jalen Hurts holding up his hand and the, the finger. The finger looks like a zigzag. Oh, did yeah. not did not need to see that. Yeah. Nope. Said he hadn't thrown a football right since that game. Right. That's not good. So that's not good. I mean, you feel like is this just going to be like a a running game for Philly? Like, are they going to even be able to pass at all? Uh, AJ Brown went down in Week 18 with a knee injury. I guess he's going to be fine, but it geez. didn't look good. I don't think he was practicing today, was he? Yeah, I don't think he has all week. I mean, I think those so, guys will play because they have the Monday night game, so they've got an extra day of rest. But but still, just not how you want to finish. Devontae Smith was hurt to finish the year, right? This team is just banged up. They're yeah. just limping into the playoffs. The yeah. Bucks are And honestly, Josh know, Sweat, frisky. And, Sweat and Reddick haven't done much here lately. They haven't. They've been really no. quiet. Um, they just lost Sidney Brown mm-hmm. with a torn oh, ACL God, who was coming on at the end of the year. Brutal, because he'll be out for a lot of next season, too. Yes, yes. That's what sucks. It's Man, so late in the year. That'd be fun to have a little Baker-Mike uh, Evans stack if you were I mean, to get through. They're yes. healthy, right? They've got defensive. They showed like a lot of the guys that weren't there for the first game. Like Yaya was not a starter yet. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of their secondary was banged up. Um, I don't think they had Vita Vea. So now Winf- they're Winfield, healthy. Winfield is uh, should be a DPOY candidate. I mean, he's yeah. going to be the best player on the field, in yeah. my opinion, I think on both Sh- teams. I think Schrager did a little, uh, maybe it was a DPOY kind of uh, ranking this week on Good Morning Football, and I think he had Winfield as like, he should a DPOY. Be. Dude, he's been incredible. Yeah, he's been insane, especially the last couple months. So let's talk about defensive back, though, and uh, look at the cornerbacks. So um, some good cornerback options as well. Charvarius Ward, Teron Johnson, Rasul Douglas, Brandon Stevens, Diamonor Lenore, Legereus Sneed, Trent McDuffie. Switching over to safety, Kyle Hamilton, uh, Donovan Wilson, Justin Reed, Marcus Williams, Reed Blankenship, Kevin Byer, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, Antoine Winfield. So, Baba, who do you like out of the DB group? Well, who did you take at <laughs> let's do defensive line and DB from your draft? So my D-line is Will Anderson and Justin Matabuque, Uh, just because I like them to maybe win two games. I like Houston in that setup, and I like uh, – I like Baltimore. I think you're going to get two games out of Baltimore and potentially, you know, a Super Bowl run from them. 
And you'll see that also in my defensive back. So I got Kevin Byard because I do think Philadelphia is being forgotten to some extent. But then I doubled down with Kyle Hamilton and Geno Stone. Okay. Um, this this league that I set up is a little bit heavy for um, interceptions. You get the ball taken away. The the points are pretty hefty for you. So Geno Stone had like what seven interceptions on the yeah, year. He did. Um, K Ham I think is probably the best safety option out of uh, out of anybody in the uh, the IDP. Uh, DB section. When so. you look at the longevity Absolutely. potential, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, Antoine Winfield's the best safety this year, but that game's a coin flip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you like the Bucks, you don't like them to probably win two yeah. games. You might like them to win one game. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably not going to be drafting any of those guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As much as I would love to. I, I could see sprinkling in a Winfield, like, just because I think he's going to ball out. Dude, Melifonwu could be a yes. nice little sprinkle as yeah, well. Absolutely. Great. Mm-hmm. Especially if, yeah, if that's another team that I think you could potentially stack would be Lions, because I think that team is good. Oh, yeah. I think they are legit good. Mm-hmm. And the NFC is wide open. I mean, there's, you know, it's a little top-heavy with the 49ers and Cowboys, but I think the Lions are right there for me as that third team. Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson is on fire right now. Yep. I think he has, what, like five sacks in his last two or something? Just going nuts. Yeah. So, um, Addy, who would be your 101 in terms of looking at teams that you would want to stack from, what position you'd want to target first? Who's that number one guy for you? It's going to be Bosa. Mm-hmm. Think so? Yeah. I mean, and I'm assuming we're playing in big play type leagues, leagues yeah. where you get – where your your guys that get a lot of sacks, those are your uh, those are your leading scorers in fantasy. Um, so, yeah, it would be Bosa, I think. I mean, just because – I feel the best about San Fran as far as, like, I think they're the best team in it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, there's not really anyone I'm too scared of in the NFC, especially now with Philly, you know. Uh, being weird. Being hurt and banged up. I and, put Dallas and San Fran on the same but, same page. But, but, but still Dallas Do you trust Dallas, Dallas exactly. yeah, against San Fran? Johnny's no. already calling them getting wiped out in the, I guess, NFC Championship game or whenever they I'm meet. nervous about them this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because it's Dallas. Yep. We see this all the time with Dallas. Against um, the Packers, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you could. Packers are hot. They are. They you are. You never know. I, don't, I just, I, 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 I'm always a little scared when it comes to Dallas. Yep. I think they are a different team than they've been in the past, but <laughs> yeah. how but, far does that carry them? So, yeah, that's why my one and two is actually Bosa one, Fred Warner. Two. Yep. That makes sense. Um, I think, yeah, Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen would be great options. I I think Bernard is probably the sneakiest yeah. option on the board because yeah. you could get a Bills team that makes it to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. yep. and there's your LB1, you know, for four games. Is yeah. it going to be easier to get past Dallas or San Fran or easier to get past um, the Chiefs and Baltimore? Baltimore's so good. I mean, they were yeah. annihilating people. Yeah, they're the favorite. So I think they're – they would be number one. San Fran would be number Cook two. Too. Yeah, see what he looks like. Yeah, but wow. I mean, yeah, there. That's that's who I'd ride with. I think if I had to, mm-hmm. if I had to pick two teams, it'd be Baltimore and San Fran. Oh, Michigan that's, stuff. Scott Harbaugh that's, stirred up. That's a big hot take over here. <laughs> yeah, two one seeds. Yeah. Well, I mean, but they're the two best teams. You could yeah. do worse. The only the only risk there is if they get upset, then you only get the one game. Yeah. So that's that's what you have to keep in mind with the favorites is that you lose that first week, but they're the favorites. So um, I don't think that's a bad strategy at all. Um, I mean, that would be something with the Harbaugh's doing it. Sure it is. Both of them. Yeah. Wow, narrative street. They played in the Super Bowl against each other before, but that would be cool to have, yeah, college uh, playoff winner and then NFL playoff winner I think Jack as well. was at the game. I think they showed him at one point. He was. Oh, yeah, yeah. John and Jack were both at that game. Did the uh, he he hugged his dad and his dad yelled and then he 
he hugged his mom, and his mom did like the same exact yell. Really? It was kind of creepy, honestly. His mom right. scares me. Yeah, that the the parents. That's what the Western <laughs> Kentucky uh, luxury box is named after. The yeah. Jack and Jackie Harbaugh suite. Yeah, hey. they really like kickstarted. Western. He got a ship oh, yeah. here. Do you want and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. They, we were national. Division One AA, and we got a national championship. Ninety four, uh, ninety five time frame. Mm-hmm. Jack Harbaugh. Yeah. No, I think it was um, two thousand. Oh, 2001. was it? Okay. Yeah, it was a little later. It was just we had just one side. We didn't have a. Yeah, we did. Not two sides. It was not yeah. two sided. The stadium. We were not a big deal. I think. No. I think he gave Western Kentucky a shout out during his like post game press conference. They kicked those balls into the into the railroad <laughs> track into the trains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really legitimately. Did. Yeah. <laughs> if you're driving along in a convertible, you just get absolutely knocked out by those the, are all apartments now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sad. We're a big deal. We are a big deal. Bowling Green. Um, hey, probably had one of the best bowl games of the uh, bowl season. Yeah, no street bowl. No I turned doubt. that thing off. I was going doing chores, yeah. like running errands, come back. I'm like, this game's gotten pretty close. Yep. We were down like I think four touchdowns in the first quarter. Hey, as it a tape as a tape boy, I was pretty uh, uninterested in Romo Dunze. He didn't look that great. As a quote number two wide receiver off the board, I need a little bit more. Well, Washington, nobody looked good. Was at left game. lacking. I didn't Michigan even think. Just ate their lunch. Phoenix looked very good. He was just getting beat up, dude. I guess. Let's talk about some wild card rounds. Got two hardballs coming after you. IDP bets. We are going to have some fun episodes coming up with y'all next week. We will have IDP bets with Johnny and Justin Varnes. And the week after that, we'll have Scott Bogman on for conference championships. So if uh, you've got legal uh, gambling options where you are, or you can find a good offshore website to place your bets with, we will have some good options for you on the IDP side. Yeah, or if you're a state line that is legal and yeah, too far away, there you go. Just we used to creep down to Tennessee and play some bets. Often. I always loved playing golf in Tennessee. Yeah, it's about could, 20 minutes down the road. Could play some bets yep. in between holes and stuff. Yeah, it's nice. So, Addy, you pulled That's your weird. favorite bets for wild card weekend. Talk us through what you like what is bet number one Devin white over four and a half tackles plus assist i had to do a triple take uh, on this line i was like is this a, just is a solo tackle really low for combined yeah and i know it's been a down year for Devin white but yeah just a silly line uh, i feel like this is definitely going to move to five and a half before the weekend gets here um or eight and a half yeah they <laughs> might jump it like two <laughs> maybe but yeah i mean Devin white he's had at least five tackles in nine of 14 games this season he's averaging six tackles per game He's uh, has a career average of seven point four tackles per game, and I mean in this matchup, like we mentioned with Philly, you know, Jalen Hurts can't throw a ball right now apparently. So I feel like it's going to be a heavy ground attack from Philly, which which could uh, equal a lot of tackles for for these linebackers. Uh, so yeah, over four and a half tackles plus assists for Devin White. That's a, that's an easy one. It's going to be a cold game too. I assume I haven't checked the temperatures in Philly, but I think everyone Tampa is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking here, that's right. You're right because Tampa that's is right. the division winner. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is that well, four that, and five. Yeah, four and five. Mm-hmm. That's yep. right. Oh my gosh. Okay, so, but I think we're still going to get a heavy dose of the ground game with. Oh, absolutely. Hurts not able to yeah. throw the ball right now. Not going to throw. Yeah. yeah. So Kenny Gainwell, DeAndre Swift, Trey let, Sermon. Let it ride. Trey right. Sermon's on He's the Colts. Not there anymore. My bad. Apologies. <laughs> that's one of the lowest lines I've seen for a linebacker this yeah. year. I would like, be typically all it's over always that. like six and a six half, and a half. You yeah. know, but. Four and a half, I, I, and it's like it's it is minus one thirty five right now, but still mm-hmm. a win's a win. Put this thing in a parlay. I mean, I, I, that's yeah. I'm doing it. That's what I'm gonna be doing a lot. I'm I've, I've got this thing in quite a few bets already. All right, I'm gonna be in Vegas, so I'll, I'll place that uh place that wager as well. I don't They're know if do they do do it now. Yeah, I don't know I if they say. do IDP props there, so I might have to do it before I leave. Because weirdly, yeah. I don't think they have the DraftKings. Well, Vegas. do it in the state that you're over in the airplane. No, like, that's a good ah, question. we're in Tennessee, can't do it. It's yet. international Kansas waters. You can't connect to the. Ooh. Internet. 
Boom. Well, if your plane has internet. Oh. But I don't I don't know what Ooh. I don't maybe it just Well, you still can't do it, Josh. <laughs> That's trippy. It probably blocks it. It probably blocks That's it. Otherwise trippy. people will be betting their asses off Who on owns airplanes. The air? <laughs> Lord does. <laughs> Next up, Addy, what you got? Aliens uh, do. Yeah, they they're do. real. They are real. <laughs> Did y'all hear about the Miami Mall? <laughs> That was insane. What a weird start to the year it's been. We had a guy swimming naked in Bass Pro Shop, the littlest oh, wiener you've that ever seen. That was the worst video I've seen in so long. That taste drop from the oh. – have you been to the – see how far of a drop that it's, would be? He landed right on a rock. Dude, that yeah. would hurt so <laughs> He's just sprawled bad. out naked on the floor. That's just a great meme for starting out the new year. I was hoping I think that that's how we all feel. under the influence of something. Nope. Just uh, under the influence of wanting to get naked in a Bass Pro Shop. Apparently. Hey, boy, who, who amongst us? That's right. Who amongst us has not wanted to do that? Eddie, what you got next for us? Fish be like, bro, what yeah. are you doing? Ain't nothing for us to nibble off. <laughs> All right, vet number two. Let's go. This is for Bob. She Ernest Jones, better. over eight and a half tackles. Come on. Ernest has had nine tackles in 10 of 15 games this season, and he's averaging 9.7 tackles per game. Detroit ranks 12th in linebacker tackles allowed, giving up 16.7 per week. As we know, Ernest Jones, red hot right now. Yes, sir. This feels like there's going to be a lot of snaps on both sides. A lot of David High Montgomery, affair. a lot of Jameer Gibbs. Good call, Josh. Like a lot of Ernest Jones in this game. Yes, Detroit, love that. Detroit likes to run the ball. You know, yep. regardless of what the game scheme is, you're going to get Gibbs for 15. They are going to try to ground the Rams yeah. into dust. With yeah, yeah I'd say two. 20 to 30 carries. And then yep. also they like to work the middle of the field with, you know, mm-hmm. Laporta if he's able to go. If he's able Amon to go. Monroe obviously love to use him in the middle of the field. So, yeah. I mean, that should equal tackle production for Yes. I'm Rams. excited for that game. Oh, I think yeah. that could be That's going to be fireworks. so much fun, dude. Absolutely. Yep. Just who the narrative alone is is incredible. Yes. Who wants that more? If you're Stafford or Goff, who wants it more? Goff. You think Golf? so? Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, you got shipped out of town, and they had to send a first for Detroit to take you. I mean, you were tossed out like the trash. And Stafford, Stafford got, got a, a ring, Bowl, yeah. But he's back in his old city. What about Dan Campbell not resting starters week 18? Getting Laporta hurt? I don't know. I have mixed feelings on that. Um, I would always rest my guys because you can't get hurt if yeah. you rest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't believe in the rust like it wouldn't have uh, like it wouldn't have changed the seed at all. Yeah, especially now if you have like seeding implications, but if you have nothing to play for, right? Which they didn't. I don't think they did. No. Yeah, I don't like that either. That's kind of yeah. like what I've loved about McVeigh. Like you ain't seeing any of these guys in the preseason. Not in the preseason, ain't no reason to. Yep. I don't know. I think these guys are professionals. They played all year. It's not like coming yeah. into the year. Like I think there is something to be said for not playing football for whatever, like uh, seven months. And then being rusty to start the season if you don't play in the preseason. Now Baltimore hasn't played for like three weeks now with this bye week coming up, and I don't think they played week eighteen or seventeen because they've kind of had it locked. You think that's a well? Yeah, I mean, you never know. I mean, it's um, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I think it would. Could, could certainly they could certainly be rusty for yeah. sure. So with a team like Baltimore that's just so well coached and like a yeah. veteran group, if it was like a young upstart, and I'd be a little more concerned. Yeah. You know, they like they're going to run the ball. They're going to play great defense. I yeah. mean. Yep. Put some WD. That's the thing. The defense. The defense. I don't think has to worry about the rust because those guys. I mean, they were smacking the Miami Dolphins in that game. I mean, they absolutely pants those guys. (laughs) Love smacking dolphins. Yes. (laughs) A lot of silliness on this episode, boys. I missed this. So sorry. All right, Daddy. Next up here, bet number three. Looks like we are going to Houston. Who you got for us? Number three, Mister Desmond King. Remember that guy? Yes, Mm -hmm. sir. 
He's always been a fun option. He's a legend. He, he really is. Over five and a half tackles plus assist. With Tavier Thomas being injured and now on IR, it's been Desmond King manning the slot corner role in Houston. We know how profitable that role is. Yes, sir. King is averaging 8.5 tackles per game over his last four. One of those was actually against Cleveland in Week 16 where King put up a cool 11 tackles. 11 tackles. That seems like, Bobo, Yikes. more than five and a half to mm-hmm. me. Yes, five and a half. Carry the eight. These seem three. like some smashes. Some would say that it's double five and a half. Oh, Whoa. dang. I didn't even think about that. Dang, that's trippy. Math is hard. Yeah, but you trippy. made that look easy. People have, people have been saying that. I am looking in. I'm going to look into it. Doubled as eleven. As soon as this show is over, I will look into that. Yeah, he will, will pull confirm. up a calculator. I'll, get, I'll put it in the comments. He will pull up the calculator. He'll do boobies first, and then <laughs> yeah, he'll do five and a half times two. My favorite was when uh, Desmond King was returning like punt kicks, pretty crazy. Yes, he was. Oh, yeah. He was DB one, I believe, one year that we. Like, I remember Marcus Jones. He may still be. I don't know. He's but but like uh, in, in fantasy leagues too. He's been like. Killing it, like averaging like twenty points per game. Like Shoot. he's he under the radar was really really good. If you're able to, yeah. you know, plug him in any of your uh, fantasy playoff lineups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. We got some quick hitters as well here, Eddie. Some quick hitters. Nick Bolton over seven and a half T plus A. Mm-hmm. His tackles plus assist. You dirty, dirty Get your minds out of the gutter. Um, Hassan Reddick under point seven five sacks. So talk to me about this one. He's just been cold lately, yeah, and yeah. Tampa Bay. I know Baker is a little hobbled right now, but they've been really good about not, you know, giving up sacks. You are right. So, um, yeah, I kind of like that, and I don't normally like. And also, I like the fact that it's point seven five, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, a lot of these are point two five. Yep. Um, as we'll get to, but yeah, Hassan Rennick, He's been cold. I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. I uh, especially with the point seven five. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yep. Um, next, I like Emmanuel Ogba over point two five. I he's, really like this one for the juice. He's going to definitely get the most opportunities he's had say, all year. He's the guy now. And he's been pretty productive when he has gotten a chance. Um, but they just haven't needed this dude. Like, this dude was, I think it was two seasons ago, he got he got super paid, Had mm-hmm. a, he got a really nice bag, but then just, like, they great? can't even use this I'm guy. Good. Yeah. They can't even use him now. Before I forget, with Baker Mayfield, you are right. Midseason, they were giving up like one game, one sack a game, two sack a games. Like they were pretty good there. But the last four weeks, they've given up three sacks, two sacks, two sacks, and a five sack game in week 14. So, yes, I do like that. That's a good call. Hopefully, Eddie. that, yeah, we don't see a, what was it, week 14 yeah. type performance, but five sacks. Reddick's been cold. Josh Sweat's been cold. Mm-hmm. All so those guys the have been Phil, really. The whole Philly team's been cold. They really have. Who has been. been? Who's been really good from? They're in a funk Philly. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's just weird because it's like we can't really put your finger on what's going on. Mm-hmm. But they just look broken and dysfunctional. Yeah. So, uh, okay, uh, a couple more quick hitters. It looks like Rashawn Gary over point two five sacks. That's plus one sixty five. That's just an. I mean, it's Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he can do some dumb stuff. I like the I like the juice there, and then Demarcus Lawrence over point two five. That's plus two thirty. Plus two thirty. Jordan Love's first playoff game for Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, Demarcus Lawrence, who's been pretty well. I mean, yeah. he's been playing pretty well from like you know the metric standpoint, like PFF wise. He he looks you know, and I think he had a really strong end of the season. But it's Demarcus Lawrence. I DeMarcus mean, that's Lawrence. it's a it's a you DeMarcus know Lawrence. potential Hall of Famer here. Yeah, so yeah, like, point two five. Yeah, plus two thirty. Half a sack. Love that. Demarcus Lawrence. Been really good, good call, Eddie. So yeah, um, that's where that's where I find uh, usually the the 
the best money is, is on the sack props, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially on these quarter sacks. Yeah, that's really so nice. I like to combine usually like a sack prop with one of those easy tackle, you know, like the Devin White with a that's just easy money with mm-hmm. a Sean Gary with the Demarcus Lawrence and just yeah. Mm-hmm. But even so, I'm also putting ten on Devin White and just enjoying my, you know, just, five dollars, five six dollars yeah. I'm gonna get back. That's sure. okay. Yeah, sure. You just love to be able to just take money from DraftKings. A win's a win. That's right. right. Take the win. I don't gotta feel bad about not having a you know plus money odds. Uh Just leave me alone. Just let me take my dub. You need a dub. You need a dub every once in a while. We're gonna try to help you get some dubs throughout the NFL playoffs. Like we said, Uh, the we'll have uh, IDP bets every week for the rest of the NFL playoffs. We'll have uh, like we said, Justin Varnes next week, Scott Bogman the week after that. And uh, we'll have a guest for the Super Bowl as well. These so. are fun. They're fun. Typically what I like to do is I like to put like one of these IDP prop bets in there mm-hmm. out of out of uh, like a three-leg parlay. But usually it's like – usually I've got like a receiving prop mm-hmm. and then like a, a rushing prop or something like you that. Do you bet games at all? Uh, not really. Not really. I like the props. Yeah, the props are fun. Props are fun. Yeah. I got to figure out who I like this weekend. I'll be placing some <whistles> some actual game bets. Yeah. You're going to do uh, some parlays? Oh, I love doing the parlays. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're yeah. so, so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always lose, but that's okay. You're going to do a round robin? Nope. I don't know. I don't know if, they, I don't know if the sports book takes round robins. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to talk about six dynasty risers, LB, DL, and DB. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. All right, we're back, and it is time to talk Dynasty. It is that time of the offseason where uh, your regular redraft fantasy leagues might be over, but Dynasty is just starting to heat up, so we want to give you all some Dynasty content here to wrap up this episode. Addy, you're in the ranks pretty much every day, um, making changes, You know, looking at especially end-of-season stuff I think is – Factoring pretty heavily into how the uh, the player movement has been for you uh, sure. so far this offseason. Bumping down all the olds. Mm-hmm. All the youngs. All the youngs rising. All the olds falling. But That's you've come right. around on the olds, though. Sure, yeah. I mean, we know. And we know that uh, we just saw what Khalil Mack did. You know, we see what Clayus Campbell's still doing at age 37. DeMario Davis still very relevant. Bobby Wagner. Devontae David. Uh, do you want me to keep going? You could, uh, yeah. I want to hear some more olds. Yeah, get older. Makes me feel good as a as a fellow old. Cam Hayward, he's had a little down year, so that, yeah. that uh, off the rails. But you guys get the point, right? I mean, these old guys can still be elite into their mid thirties, you know. So yes, uh, it's a little different than offense only uh, or offensive um, dynasty, um, just because you know those guys fall off a cliff once they turn like twenty seven, twenty eight. Uh, that's not the case. That's not the case in, in IDP. So defense can still get it done into their thirties. But yeah, we 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 live in those ranks. Uh, that's where I feel at home. That's where I feel uh, most comfortable. Yeah, and uh, I like it there. He's a freak in the sheets. Sure, the spreadsheets. That sure, is. Oh, sure. Now we uh, should mention if you're watching on YouTube, you can see we have the new Jalen Phillips jersey has replaced Darius Leonard because it wasn't even Shaq Leonard. It was a Darius Leonard jersey. Where is Jalen going to end up in your ranks now that? Uh, He's coming off the Achilles. He's injury. still he's still up there. He's still very high. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's not. You know, I think had he not gotten hurt, I, I, he would have gone bonkers that those final two months of the season. He he probably would have been like top five. Probably would have won you IDP Madness. Yeah, he would have. Yes, him and him and Chandler Jones. Those are the those are the two reasons why I didn't win. Chandler IDP Jones. 
Yeah, <laughs> releasing is. Bill Belichick raps on Twitter now. Apparently, he's in a he's in a bad spot. Yeah. So, uh, wish wish him the best, but he certainly he needs help. He certainly uh, ruined my my dreams. He did <laughs> crushed it. Yeah. Okay. He's so, edge eleven for me right okay. now. I have him right behind uh, Josh Allen. Okay. And in front of Rashawn Gary. So what about Bradley Chubb? I was having a conversation with our with our boys, uh, Steve and Joe from Front Office Pros. We did a kind of a 2023 recap and then some under-the-radar 2024 IDPs that we like, and we brought up Bradley Chubb. And um, Steve mentioned him as his overachiever for 2023, but torn ACL now, late in the season, I think 27 years old. Yeah, um, he'll be 28 next year. Yeah, that's not... That's not a great spot to be for Bradley Chubb. It's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, he was, um, I mean, having the best year of his career, you know, uh, and this was a guy that had already dealt with a ton of injuries. He had, like, I think it was ankle issues. Um, he, I think he had another major surgery at one point. So, yeah, tearing the ACL at age 28, that's not ideal. Isn't this his second torn ACL? It his might professional be. career? It might I be. thought he tore one in Denver and was out for a year. That may have been what it was. I know Von Miller was there tearing ACLs a few years, too, so I, don't, I get them confused. But, yes, he certainly has had tons of injury history. Um, but it's it's not an Achilles. You know, it is ACL. Like, we've, we've seen a lot of players recover from this one. Um, so I do think Riley Chubb is, is borderline elite. He's not quite elite, but, I mean, he's really, really good. Um, and so I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him, you know, have a couple more years of 10 plus sacks, but, but yeah, this certainly takes a, a you know, a major hit to his value, all this stuff that's happened. You just, I don't think you can go after him right now. Cause I don't know when we're going to see him. Right. Yeah. You're, and what are you going to get next year anyway? You know, um, and you look at Rashawn Gary, the slow rollout they had. Jordan Brooks, who started off strong, but then he had injuries yeah. kind of creep up and wasn't really kinda usable wonder, down the stretch. Yeah, kind of wonder if maybe the injuries kind of were a result of rushing back from the ACL. And Harold Landry, he, he had a, a great season, but also he tore his ACL at the beginning exactly. of, uh, I think, the preseason in what, 2022. Yeah. I think yeah. the best you can hope for is maybe Chubb's back for like post-Halloween. Right. You know, maybe closer to Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah, and, and same thing with Jalen Phillips. Like, both those guys probably don't start the year. You probably have to go get, like, a DJ Wanham or oh, yeah. somebody, if you're Miami, just to just to have bodies. Right, because Van Giegel, I'm pretty sure, is the UFA. They're in a weird spot. He too. is. He is. Yeah. He's looking for a payday. They owe Tua if they're going to keep him, right? Has he been paid yeah, I'm yet? I'm sure they, that decision is coming up. I don't think he's been up. paid yet. What's that Tyreek They picked up his fifth year option, I think like it was. Right now, you know? I think Tyreek is secure. Okay. Yeah, he got the bag when he got traded. I got you. But it does suck for Bradley Chubb. I mean, Chubb was the third overall pick. He was up there. He was a top. Yeah, he, he was, was really high, and uh, it does suck because the only reason he's probably not a Denver Bronco anymore is because of his injuries. I mean, you look up every couple of weeks, and he was just injured again. Um, and sometimes it was minor stuff, but sometimes that you know the foot stuff, and then the. Uh, the ACL, I think it was an ACL. Did you ever look that up, Josh? Yeah, I'm looking it up Has right he now. he done multiples? But, yeah, at age 28, it's kind of like a Nick Chubb to me to where it's like, it's going to be hard for this yeah. guy to piece it back together. He was the fifth overall pick in 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it does suck because he was looking fantastic. He looking was looking great. like, gosh, Denver, why did you let this guy go? Yeah. And, it, you know, it was such a leap of faith for Miami to to yeah. trade for him, but then also to to – pay him what they paid him. I remember a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. with furrowed brows talking about that deal. Sure. Um, and 
he proved everyone wrong. Furrowed brows, people. You hate mm-hmm. you hate that the ACL tear happened, but I mean, he was going to make everyone eat those words. You trading for Jalen Phillips right now, trying to buy low? Yeah, we 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 talked about mm-hmm. this. I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, a, a second round pick. Yeah, I mean, oh, no, yeah. no one's right. gonna. I'm not gonna be able to. You know, you said a third. If someone's selling for mm-hmm. a third, that's stupid. Yeah, like yeah. what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You're. Come on, that's not how you play. I you're mean, not you're, listening you're, to this show. Yeah, you're you're selling as low as it's been in the last two years. Yeah, so in 2019, Bradley Chubb suffered a partial tear of the ACL. This was in uh, week four of that season. So he missed pretty much all of the 2019 season. So He never returned after that, right? The, yeah, yeah, he came back the following season, but yeah, he was out the rest of 2019 yeah, gotcha. after that partial tear. So and this you know, is his second ACL injury. That ACL stuff is it's still an ACL. Like oh, that's yeah. a major injury. Um I don't think you ever fully recover from that. Um that's tough. Yeah, so let's talk about some risers, though. Uh, we've mentioned a couple guys with ambiguous futures ahead of them, but let's talk about some folks who are surging up Addy's ranks. And why don't you kick us off in Houston with a player that I did not think was going to be topping this list when we started having this conversation. Yeah, in honor of uh, Nick Saban retiring. There you go. I thought I'd talk about a former Alabama alum, Christian Harris. I feel like we need to start with the PFF grades here. Yes. We dogged Harris quite a bit last year, and rightfully so. Deservedly so. He was indeed uh, PFF's worst-graded linebacker in 2022. Maybe ever. He he was he was in the running for sure. That changed dramatically in 2023. 60.0 overall PFF grade this year. Uh, His coverage grade improved from 29.6 in 2022 to 66.0 in 2023. So love to see the uh, the improvement in quality of play. He finished the 2023 season with 101 tackles, two sacks, seven PDs, and seven TFL, playing just 71 percent of defensive snaps. On the season, he averaged 11.9 points per game and averaged 6.3 tackles per game. But the magic really started to happen once he became a full-time LB in Week 10. Let's look at the splits. So the splits, baby. Weeks 1 through 9, Harris was averaging just 7.9 points per game and 4.3 tackles per game, playing 50% of the defensive snaps. Weeks 10 through 18, his points per game increased to 14.2 points per game. That was 20th best among linebackers. His tackles per game increased to eight, and he was playing 89% of the defensive staff, uh, defensive snaps. Blake Cashman, Denzel Perriman, both UFAs this offseason. Christian Harris is going to be the only guy there. I was going to say, riser just I mean, Henry, because... Henry T is going to be there, but mm-hmm. yeah. Henry T had his chance and yep. yeah, kind of blew stunk it. it up. But he could he be next year's Christian Harris? Sure. Where he comes sure. on late, mm-hmm. uh, another Alabama product, Bobo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say, watching the Colts-Texans game, Christian Harris tore us up yeah. in Week 18. So I think he's finishing the year strong, and it might be flying under the radar a little bit how well he's been playing. Oh, it definitely did. It definitely did for me. I mean, because I'm watching the game, listening to Joe Buck talk about um, this transcendent young rookie linebacker who's really talented and the team really loves him. I'm like, what is he talking about? And I go back to look a little bit at some of the logs, and I was like, good gosh. This guy's actually playing well, and he popped off the screen. Um, it's interesting to me that you're seeing Christian Harris get some play here um, where he wasn't a, a draftee of this this regime. That's right. You know, D'Amico Ryans brought in Henry 2020. He brought in Cashman. Perryman was already – oh, he brought Perryman right, in Perryman. also. Cashman was there, yeah. yeah okay, Cashman, Cashman was, was there. there. But, um, yeah, so you're getting the uh, – who was before D'Amico Ryans? 
Uh, it was a one and done. It was Lovey Smith. There you go. You got the Lovey Smith product and Christian Harris actually showing out for uh, for that Texans team. We're going to get to see him again in the playoffs this, this week and you know see what he can do. We might see two weeks out of Christian Harris possibly. Um, but no, I hey, weird things happen in the IDP world. Hey, it's um, a great buy right now because like you said, Who's going to be there? I don't yeah. think they're bringing Perryman back. They could re-sign Cashman. I could see that. They but, got bigger problems, you know. And a lot of linebackers are going to be available in free agency. Yeah. So um, we'll see if they prioritize bringing him back right. or we know going that, to the free agency. Well, we know that, that scheme utilizes two linebackers. So I mean, you feel like it's a pretty good bet that Christian Harris is going to be one of those two, right? Yeah, I agree. So uh, what? Where is he right now in your ranks? Let's pull it up. And like we said, folks, theidpshow.com, mm-hmm. Adam's Dynasty rankings are available all year round. For our paid supporters, just five bucks a month or fifty bucks for the year. If you'd like to get in on those, got him an LB thirty-two. We'll see. He might be rising up a little bit. I always like the context. Like, who is he sandwiched in between? Um, right now he is next to Alex Singleton and Matt Milano. Okay, those guys are behind him, and ahead of him is Nicobe Dean, Robert Spillane, Drew Sanders. But I mean, those guys are all kind of like. Question marks. Question marks. I could see you bumping him ahead of those guys you mentioned. But Christian Harris still is like, there is still a little bit of me that's hesitant. You know, yeah, He got I, benched like in the second half of the first game this season. That's kind so. of in that year-to-year right. ranking of like, yeah, these guys were fun for this year. It but. reminds you like a lot of like Patrick Queen. Like that's yeah. worked out good now, but yeah. you remember like the ride there was very up and down yeah. and like people had a hard time valuing this guy. It's, it's the same thing with Christian Harris. Like yeah. we, we've seen the, the awful PFF grades. Everyone's aware of that stuff. Yeah. So – that's people are going to be hesitant, you know, and you can use that to your advantage too, because you can also, uh, I think people kind of sink into that belief that Christian Harris is just bad. Yeah. And so they can't shake that if he starts to play better in their mind, he's just always going to be bad. You can take advantage of that. And your year end stats are not going to look great for Christian Harris. So Mm -hmm. where he pulls up on RSO and he's the LB 84, uh, but people aren't looking at, you know, Look at the splits. week 10 on, Look he's been pretty splits. impressive. Yep. And has he's there, 23. He's 23 years old. Has yep. there been a bigger jump of uh, of a total uh, defensive grade from someone from 28.3 to 30? What is that? A 30, almost 32-point jump in uh, one year. It's impressive. It is impressive. Is it, It's impressive. It was also impressively low in 2022. Right. I mean, it's... Could go up in 2024. But he got it to a respectable level. Oh, sure. You know. That's what I'm saying. Like, got it out a, of the red. That's a jump. Got it out of the orange. Yep. Let's talk about the next riser, though, Addy. Hey, and before if, you do that, y'all selling Pat Queen? Um, He's probably about to get a... Uh, somewhere else. LB1 roll yeah. somewhere with, with without a Roquan Smith next to him. So that could that could help his production. Yeah. Is he like you know? a Bobby O'Carrick? Yes, absolutely. I think so. A second also, banana who could get an LB1 roll. Not a great player, but... But good. Yep. Good enough. Yeah. Good, good enough to could to, go somewhere like Las Vegas or yeah. you know, one of these LB Pittsburgh, one of these LB needy teams. Um but not, not a lot of good linebackers out there. It's hard it's a hard position to play. Yep. So I mean if you're, you know, average, that's that's good. Sure. You could <laughs> probably stick good. around and get a job. Yeah. I don't think I'm buying a lot of linebackers right now no, just no, because no. there's so much uncertainty. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I that's think a, this is a very fraught period. That's a good point too. We we're talking about these dynasty risers. Yeah, a lot of people are like, "Ooh, go buy these." Guys. No, not really. Mm-hmm. We just had a whole season of of scrubs. Yeah. We picked up off the waiver wire that were 
winning us leagues. Both, yeah. of the, both of these are just holds. If you had these guys, just hold them. Yeah. If someone wants to come pay yes. a second for one, yeah, get rid of them. Cash out. Absolutely. I mean, even make, like a third feels a little light for Christian Harris, but I mean, you know, if they bring in a, a highly drafted guy and bring in a vet, that's going to look like, you know. You did pretty well. Right. You're going to you be happy Turn that you into it. an edge rusher in your rookie draft. Those drafts. linebacker rooms change a lot from. Exactly. I'm fine just cashing those guys out yeah. as much as I can and then just playing the waiver wire. Yeah, Getting my EJ Speeds, my Cleeky Hudson's that we're about to talk about. Especially in Houston because it seems like with D'Amico Ryans, he's still kind of testing Everyone to see what's run. going on. Everyone got run. Denzel got run. Yeah. Yep. Uh, to got run. Cashman got run. Christian yep. Harris got run. I mean, I think Littleton got a little bit of run yeah. one game. I mean, it was just a let's figure out who our guys are type of season for that position group. So uh, I mentioned uh, Bobby O'Karake was my overachiever on the front office pro show. And I said, he's a great sell right now. Yeah. Finished as LB one. If you yeah. go through week 18, played a hundred percent of snaps. There's I mean, not, cash out on that sort of overproduction. There's very few linebackers in my head right now that are not good sales. Foyer, probably a good sale. Great sell. Roquan. Probably a good sale. Great sale. I mean, a lot of these elite names, if somebody came and... The, and the, the buys that I want are like the Drew Sanders, right? And the Jack Campbells. Like those kind of guys that have not popped yet. And the value is going to be depressed. Should have traded Nick Bolson after last season. And you probably didn't because you listened to me. And here we are. <laughs> but maybe sad. buy him now. Yeah, he's yeah. a great buy. Yeah, he was hurt. He was hurt. It wasn't his fault. Hey, so, clearing out a little bit for him next year. Sure is. Tranquil's gone. Willie out of there. Willie gone. Thank yep. goodness. Let's talk about uh, another, bring in Cashman. another waiver wire hero <laughs> who finished the season very strong. I mean, I think he was uh, up there top three or four linebacker for your playoffs. Hey, we'll get to it. Let's talk about it. Hey, with uh, Michigan win the natty, I thought we should show some love to former You just love showing love to college uh, <laughs> alumni for some reason. I don't know what the hell's going on here. Kaliki Hudson. That's a fun name, isn't it? It sure so is. Fun. Very fun. fun name, boy. He gets some points for that, yeah. too, but... Hudson got his opportunity at the end of the year thanks to Jamin Davis suffering a season-ending injury week 14, and boy, did he make the most of it. From weeks 15 to 18, when it matters most. That's right. Gleeky Hudson was LB3 overall. Wow. There you go. Top three or four, that's what I thought. Averaging 18.5 points per game. Over these final four games, he racked up 52 tackles, Jeez. four TFLs, and two PDs, but... 52 tackles. That's that is 13, 13 per game. <laughs> Look at y'all. Wow. Insane. I was doing the math in my head. I didn't even see it in your notes. Yeah, that is a 18.3% tackle rate uh, it, over that four-game stretch. To put that tackle rate in perspective, Zaire Franklin finished 2023 with a 17.4% tackle rate. Alex Singleton was 16.1. Bobby Wagner and Foyer both had a 15.6% tackle rate. So, obviously, Hudson, much smaller sample size, but still good companies mentioned with – and four games is not nothing. It's not nothing. That's a nice little not, sample. That's a healthy sample size. Yes, it know? is. It ain't like it's a one or two game stretch. We got four games of this dude putting up 13 tackles a week. Winning uh, and people championships, probably. Winning, yeah, exactly, yes. And then PFF grade's also not terrible. Uh, 73.6 overall PFF grade and a 70.2 coverage grade weeks 15 through 18 when he was a full-time starter. Wow. So, finishes the year with a 64.6 and a 61.8 coverage, but... Again, I, I'm interested in that four-game sample size where he was a starter, and he blew away every expectation there was for this guy. He's a UFA in 2024. Um, also, linebacker mates, Cody Barton, David Mayo, and Jabril Cox. Those guys are also UFA, so maybe Washington wants to bring this guy back. I could see them bringing him back. I really could. I could too, you know. but Cheap deal. 
But it sounds like they are going to be uh, having a whole new, mm-hmm. whole new GM um, and brain trust head coach. So this was a guy that you know not not going to be a part of any anything new they bring in. So I mean, maybe there's a chance he he leaves. Um, and I'm sure teams took notice. You know, I'm I'm sure people were aware of of what this guy did uh, and, and going to try and you know get a nice little sneaky deal on this guy. I was going to say, I think a smart GM is going to sneak in here and get a good player. It's, he'll be cheap. he'll be a eagle next year, probably. Oh, he's absolutely going to be an eagle. Kaliki Hudson Babo. Mm-hmm. Not a name I thought we'd be talking about either, but here we are. That's how these things go. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Kaliki Hudson was really profitable for those people down the stretch. Um, like Adam says, when it mattered most, Kaliki Hudson probably won you a ring. Um, is he a good sale? I mean, yeah, if somebody comes and offers you something dumb. are you tra- So you weren't trading, uh, who did we just talk about? Christian Harris. Christian Harris, you're not trading him for a third, Adam. Would you trade Kaliki for a third? Man, it's just one of those deals. Where it's like I, I'd rather just hold him. I yeah. think just because if he does produce and he do, or he does get his role, we know how he produces, right? Yeah. He seems like he's going to be one of these super tackle type guys, mm-hmm. um, and that's just so valuable. In, in any type of scoring format, even big three scoring, we get knocked on, I think, for our scoring because we don't boost up these tackles. But yeah. it doesn't matter. Linebackers do everything. They get, they get sacks, they get interceptions, PDs, and they get the most tackles. Yep. So they're going to score well in pretty much any format. Um, but I don't know, man. I think I would hold him too. Um, Christian Harris, I think I have a – Little harder time letting go of just because his situation seems a little more secure, a little more and that coach man, a little more clarity, yeah. right? I mean, you know he's going to be in Houston. Who knows where Kaliki Hudson is going to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like process wise, it's probably smart to cash out on Hudson. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he's a guy that did not have value until week fifteen of this season, and he's going to be in an uphill sudden, battle against is he, being the is, next team, the, the next coach's favorite. Is he? It took it took what like two injuries for him to get his opportunity, right? Yeah, yeah. Is he Jack Sanborn? Could be, you know. Could be. That, now Jack Sanborn stayed in Chicago. Uh, there's a chance that Galicki stays in Washington, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think the late season pop guys are always great sells because mm-hmm. it's always tough. Guess what? You just get you a young rookie stud edge rusher or something mm-hmm. in the third round, and then go pick up the hot guy in week 13 next season. Yeah. But you sometimes know? that third round is kind of yucky. I mean, I think that a lot of these leagues with offense and defense, um, it's going to be heavy offense this year. There's going to be a lot of wide receivers taken in the first and second round. Um, so maybe that drops some of these Drew Sanders and some of these Jack Campbells into the third round in 2024. I don't know. They were still, you know, Jalen Carter was going in the third, I think, uh, yeah. quite a bit. Tyree Wilson, mm-hmm. Van Ness probably was a third round. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, there is. Uh, I think you. I think you can find some talent there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I you know all those guys we mentioned, I have them higher in dynasty than I do Kaliki Hudson. Yeah. 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 So I'd much rather have a Tyree or Wilson. I think or a Lucas Pro- Van Ness yeah. than a. Kaliki and you don't have exactly. to use it. You can use it to get something else. You yeah. Know? I think process wise, it's a good idea to just cash out when you can. Again, because like like we've mentioned a, a ton of times on the show, there's just not a hot market for all these guys, right? There's not going to be every single one of your league mates is is not going to have the same opinion mm-hmm. on a guy that you like or whatever. There's yeah. going to maybe three or four guys are interested in, and in, in, you know what I mean. So maybe. do you have guys come sniffing after your linebackers? You need to be really. You need to be on the side of I'm going to mm-hmm. get rid of this guy. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna do my best to make. I'm not gonna give him away, but yes, if just meet me yeah. something somewhat fair, he's gone. Yeah. Yep. 
because there is a methodology to just streaming linebackers. Um, as yucky as it might seem in week one, shout out Nico uh, in XFL. He had the most cap, I feel like, going into the season where, you know, you could give whoever, most fab, whatever you want to call it. You know, he was grabbing these weekly guys that just kind of popped, and, and he didn't win a lot, but he did trade a bunch of linebackers um, to contenders throughout the throughout the season. You know, he produced some – I'm trying to think of some of these linebackers this last year that Robert came out Spillane. of nowhere. Spillane. Um, EJ Speed kind of came out. There's of another good one though, like EJ mm-hmm. Speed. You selling EJ Speed? Probably. Man, I don't know. He's, he lo- he's he a little look- older too, though. But I yeah, mean, he is older. He looks so good down does, the stretch. Does though. Indy not bring anybody in? You know what I mean? Could be. I Just mean, we've got, we need to help the bolster that offense a Are you lot. He trained Zaire. Zaire kind of slowed down a little bit. Down he was, the he was banged up. What can I get for him? Is someone going to give me a second? That's probably not enough to move. No. Mm-hmm. I'll just take Zaire. I, I said I would you cash would take out. take a second for Zaire? Um, that's tough. I, it depends on where I'm at. It depends on where my team is. If I'm rebuilding, yeah, probably so. I'm not going to get more better than a second. Probably not. So I probably would just cash out there. But if I'm a contender and I'm someone that's locked in for the next two years, I think I'll just keep Zaire and mm-hmm. those 180 tackles. Well, that's what I said with Okereke yeah. is I would sell him for a second. I think that's a fair price. But, again, it's always context-specific, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are in a window where it's like, my defense is loaded, I think I can run it back. I mean, why sell for picks, you know? Zaire, one of three linebackers uh, in 2023 with over 100 solo tackles. The other two, Foyer and Alex Singleton. Oh, Kingleton. Remains kings, that's, kings stay kings. It's four years in a row, over 100 for Kingleton. Sure wow. Enough. Let's move to defensive line, though, Addy. And just these names are so funny because mm-hmm. it is not uh, – these guys – Hey, I'm Kaliki loving Hudson, this. I promise you, was probably not rostered in any Madness League or oh, any no. best ball draft. No. I bet you don't even show up on the ADP. And this next guy, I don't think, would show up on the ADP either. Let's go to Las Vegas, Addy. Who are we talking about? Malcolm Koontz. Finished the year with 40 tackles and eight sacks, playing just 44% of the defensive snaps. But Koontz didn't really come on until the second half of the season. In fact, Koontz didn't record his first sack until week nine. There you go. So a blistering second half for Malcolm. And that's apparent when we look at the splits. Weeks one through eight, he played 35% of the defensive snaps, and he averaged 3.4 points per game. Weeks nine through 18, that jumped up to 53% of the defensive snaps, and he averaged 15.5 points per game. That was 14th best among all DL. PFF metrics also very good among all edge rushers and interior defensive linemen. Koontz ranked 21st in pass rush grade, 25th in pressure rate, and he had a 30, He had the 34th highest pass rush win rate. T- difficult to say right there. Very difficult to say. It will, though. Uh, 81.3 overall PFF grade this year for Koontz. Um, just improvement across the board and everything he's he's done. I mean, he didn't really get the opportunity in year one or year two. Yeah. Uh, which was always – he was. this was a guy that I always, I always liked. I mean, he um, pressure, pressure rate was really good, although it was a, a limited sample size those first two years, and he, and he produced whenever he got an opportunity. He it did. Just, in 2021, week 13, on 10% of snaps – one tackle, one sack. Week 14, 23% of the snaps. One tackle, one sack. But then they uh, went ahead and shelved him. And yeah. then 2022, just a handful of snaps here and there. Yeah, he played, really. he played 68 snaps in 2022. Yeah. 48 snaps in 2021. 501 in 2023. Wow. 
So he got his opportunity, not as much as we'd like to see for how good as he was. Man, I'm also just realizing that I messed up on the opener of this. Oh, no. What happened? I was going to say, in honor of Clil Mack having a, a great year, let's talk about former Buffalo alum Malcolm Coons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We love college. Yeah, we do watch a lot of college football. Damn it. You blew it. You're out. Damn it. Go out in the yard and think about what you did. Damn it. Could have been great. Could have been great. Greatness was in your grasp, and you choked. I know. Um, Like we mentioned plenty, though, with with, uh, Tyree Wilson, Uh, you love that Koontz gets to watch and learn from Max Crosby on a daily basis. He's gotten to do so over the last three years. Also like that Koontz will be entering the final year of his rookie contract. Boy. Contract year glow up. We got to do an episode about contract year glow up. Yeah. I think it's a real thing. It's a very real thing. He smells a lot like this next guy. The same situation you were to put this situation mm-hmm. in 2022. And also feel good about I feel good about Koontz like having as yeah. a similar role alongside Tyree Wilson and uh Max Crosby. I feel like that is the only position on the Raiders that they have That's figured out right now. That That's is any, any good. Yes. Yeah. And has any upside. On both sides of the ball. Yeah. Really. It also goes to show that DL is a developmental type of position. This is not something, you know. If you're starting to lose heart on George Karloftis, on Trayvon Walker, on Lucas Van Ness, on Aiden Hutchinson, you're not losing heart on him. But a lot of these young guys that had you know high draft capital behind them, if people are starting to kind of get get weary of them, some of them might not work out. But some of these you got to give them three and four years to really kind of get their feet underneath of them to uh, you know cut the teeth a little bit. Yep. They are Tough long-term position. investments, dude. Yep. You take a while. Be patient. Speaking of long-term investment, I feel like we've been talking about this guy for a while, but mm-hmm. came into the national spotlight. I think you've actually got some tweets to share, Addy. Who is the next guy here on our list? I will say, I was worried about this guy on the day that they showed up for training camp. You remember, did you ever see the picture, him walking inside from his car, Mm-mm. shirt off, like I think pretty crazy chain. Um, I think he was carrying a baseball bat with, like, nails in no, it. No, you're thinking of Michael Clemens. Gosh. <laughs> is that not him? Okay. No, different guy. My Michael bad. Clemens also just had a moment, uh, a viral moment, where he was pointing fans out. That was him? Yeah. Was Michael Clemens. <laughs> okay. That, that was, was Michael Clemens. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Michael Clemens is an awesome dude. Yeah. Uh, this next guy, <laughs> Bryce Huff, in honor of – I'm just kidding. Good God. <laughs> I don't know what, where he went to school. <laughs> what random connection are you about to make? Did he go to Cincinnati? I'm going to look it up. Don't you do it. In honor of Ivan Pace Jr. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. There you go. Uh, So Bryce Huff finished the year with 29 tackles. Memphis. 10 sacks. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) John Morant. (laughs) There you go. Uh, 29 tackles and 10 sacks on just 42% of the defensive snaps. For fantasy, this equaled Huff finishing as the DL57 in total points and DL70 in points per game, averaging just 9.6 points per game. So not blowing anyone away, but... Remember, he's playing just 42% of the snap. So let's go one step further, boys. Let's dig a little deeper. Please. Let's do the points per snap. There we uh, go. Let's break it out. I'm just waiting for points per second. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming, all right. It's coming. We got Ringler on it. Yeah, that's right. That's true. But let's look at points per snap. We don't do this a lot, guys, so this is special right here. Bryce Huff is 13th among all defensive linemen, averaging .34 points per snap. Wow. Thanks, son. Adam nice. creating stats 13. over there. Love to see it. He's a stat creator. And uh, speaking of stats, the PFF advanced stats are out of control. 20.1% pressure rate this season. That is second among all defensive linemen. That is second only to Micah Parsons. Wow. And it's just by a hair. Um, 
He has a 22.8% pass rush win rate. That is third behind Miles Garrett and Michael Parsons. Some very good company. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he just every stat that he has, it's just it's among an elite group of pass rushers. So I mean, this dude tearing it up, just tearing it up across the board. Um, he's also going to be a UFA this season. So 2024, man, he's going to be. He is 2024 Uchina Nwosu. Yes, I think so. Just get ready. A lot more money, a lot more playing time in 2024 for Bryce Huff. Yeah, and some love from a couple of our favorites Yeah, here. Some, some good tweets here. Uh, Sam Munson over at PFF. Um, Bryce Huff this season had the sixth best pass rush win rate of any edge rusher of the last 10 years. 10 years. And the third best pressure rate. Mm. So I guess Micah Parsons was also top three in pressure rate. I was going to say, that's a good season for Micah Parsons as well. Here's uh, a guy by the name of John Macri. One of our faves. Uh, highest quick pressure rate. This is pressures that happen in two and a half seconds or less among edge rushers in 2023. So Macri's also making up stats. Yes. Uh, Michael Parsons, number one, that's 18.6. Miles Garrett, number two, 16.2. Bryce Huff, number three, 14.6. Look at number four. Number four, Dante Fowler. Dante Fowler. We mentioned this. 2024 Jadeveon Clowney. And then Zeria Smith, number five. There we go. He let us down, though. Old Z Smith. stat department this year. But, um, yeah, I mean, Bryce Huff, I mean – you look at the the metrics, and the guy looks about as elite as it gets. It makes you wonder, like, why are they not playing this guy more than 42% of the snaps? He is a little undersized, but, um, gosh, when you watch him, the dude is explosive as hell. Um, he's thick, and, like, he looks almost like a, like a beef-up, like a beefed-up, like, off-ball linebacker. He doesn't really look like an edge rusher. Yeah. I want but, to see who his comparable player is and player profiler. Clearly, he is an edge rusher. Ten sacks, I mean uh, – the, the guy is is impressive and he's gotten better every single year um and the the all the advanced metric stuff like that's not a new thing like this is he's been he's pressure rate this has always been the story with Bryce always Huff. been the story that's why with we like Bryce this Huff. guy he's one of these efficient kings that we just want to see him get his next opportunity yeah not the not the most sterling comp in player profilers database which just looks at measurables but Clellan Farrell was the yeah. most comparable player but like six that. foot two two fifty four so he is like a souped up linebacker um but you know, I've got it. Look at the uh, underlying metrics. I mean, just absolutely eye popping. So picked him up off of waivers uh, in tons of dynasty leagues this year. What's his size? Six foot two, two fifty four. I was gonna say Asan Reddick. Reddick's a little smaller. Six one, two forty. Yeah, yeah, so he's like a beefed up Asan Reddick. Yeah. And what did Reddick like start as? An off ball linebacker before they moved him to edge rusher. You're welcome. All right, so good pull, good pull. Bryce Huff. Where is that? Let's go back and revisit some where these guys are. So where, where's Coons Daddy? Where is Huff Daddy? What are we looking at here? Um, where have yeah. these guys landed for you? I like that Huff Daddy. Huff Daddy. That is cool. That's fun. Uh, okay, so Coons is edge forty nine. Okay, and again, he's just he's just been a rocket ship. Was he even? He was probably in your He ranks. was in the ranks, but he was, you know, it was one of those situations where I liked the guy, but yeah. like, they, we're not playing. Yeah. And you bring in Tyree Wilson. Yeah. It's like, ah, it's just, everything it's, was against It's him. not going to work out, I guess, for this guy. Um, but yeah, so it, it, it How is much now. Does that coincide with uh, kind of the interim head coach? I mean, Pierce probably came a lot. in about the same time. Hmm. Right? Because McDaniels was let go like around mid season, I yeah. think. Real similar time frame. Um, I think Pierce gets that job. Yeah. That's my so prediction. Too. So I got him around. He's, he's around guys like Sam Williams and AJ Epinesa. Okay, so 
That's good company for a guy that wasn't even on the radar. Yeah. I like um, Sam Williams to have a nice breakout in year three, and I'd also like A.J. Epinesa yeah. as a UFA. I, I, he looked good every good. time he I watched could get, him. He could get a sneaky deal. A good pressure rate. All I kind of sold him off, too. I thought maybe the ship had sailed on Epinesa. They're just in a situation similar to Bryce Huff where it's just that's a big <laughs> rotation. Yeah. They don't play guys a lot. So, um, then Bryce Huff, where did uh, Bryce yeah, Huff Bryce end Huff. up for you? He's a little higher. So, that was 49 for Coons Daddy? Yes, 49, and then Mr. Bryce Huff is edge 33, baby. There you go. Right next to uh, – and this is a nice player to have next to, I think. It reminds me a lot of, of, of the guy, Carl Granderson. Mm-hmm. Um, Byron Young's right there, Miles Murphy, Bradley Chubb. That's probably the highest anyone has Bryce Huff. If you looked across oh, the yeah, I would think so. Absolutely. I would think so. People are going to say who? Yeah, Bryce yeah. Huff who? Yeah. I've got um, I've got Nick Herbig mm-hmm. as edge 39. Tim Biggs. Big. That's probably that's not cutting edge. common. That's what we do, man. That's what we got. We got to do over here. We can't get uh, ahead of the curve. <clears throat> sure, they're they're the best. They're the best in the game. Best mm-hmm. in the game. You heard it here first, folks. They are. You're they in are. them every day. I mean, they they're the are. best at the IDP show. They are. I mean, that that is 100. <laughs> percent You are the number one dynasty ranker at the IDP show dot com. Yeah, best ball ranks are coming soon. That's right. I'm excited for that. Those are by far. Uh, Maybe the best thing in IDP. Maybe. <laughs> Streets are talking. We're going to find out if 5, 5.5 times 2 is 11. Yeah. And if these are the best things in IDP. It's close enough. We will report back. We will <laughs> report back. Let's talk DBs, though. And a rocket ship for your defensive back room. More like blanket ship. That's what I was going to set Addy up on, Bobo, and you stepped all over it. I can't help it. <laughs> Addy, <laughs> who is your first riser for the defensive back group? Mr. Reed Blankenship. <laughs> Out of Middle Tennessee State. There you go. Shout Ooh, out. MTSU. Conference USA. Enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blankenship finished the year with 108 tackles. Enemy. I just I want to be someday <laughs> just called enemy by someone. And they I got don't... bad hearts down there. Yeah, they do. They do. They really do. <laughs> they do. It's that barbecue. Awful people. I don't like it. Uh, he finished the year with 108 tackles, one fumble recovery, three INTs in 15 games. He averaged 7.2 tackles per game. That was sixth best among defensive backs. Um, and he does this despite less than ideal usage. Blankenship played 73% of his snaps at free safety this year. So I love, I love finding guys like this that, you know, despite this playing mm-hmm. deep and, and whatever, they still find a way to Baller. get the ball. Right. They got a nose for the ball, know how to tackle. Also look at, I've mentioned before, look at Reed Blankenship's college stats. Dude was an elite tackler tackler. And early on too, like as soon as he got there, um, Played like all four years and, and produced very well all four years. So that stuff matters to me. When a guy shows you kind of who he is, I mean, believe him, believe him, believe, believe him. Yeah, fantasy finish of safety twelve in total points and safety seven in points per game. That was thirteen point two per game average this year. Seventy three point four overall PFF grade. That ranked nineteenth among safeties. Seventy eight point zero coverage grade. That was fifteenth. Yeah, like I mentioned, Sidney Brown no longer. Yep, uh, really a threat. Maybe they bring someone in, but I think they're fine there. I think they're sad. I mean, they just Byard and they went out and bought Byard. Yep. You know, they're paying like him a chip. lot of money. So I mean, I think they're fine there at safety. They got other issues to worry about. Bob, I look up week eighteen. I swear, I think Blankenship had an interception in that game. But yeah, this was a guy that um, we were trying to suss out who it was going to be amongst the Philadelphia safeties, especially after CD Deuce left. Yeah, at the end, at the beginning of the season, and um, he did have an INT. Did he? I thought so. I mean, dude's just a playmaker. Um, but yeah, what do you think? Um, 
What do you think the outlook for 2024 is? I feel like him and Bayard are pretty secure there. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, f- I feel good. I feel good about I it. I don't think if you're the Philadelphia Brass, and those that's a very sharp uh, – Howie Roseman is a very sharp GM. They examine that roster top to bottom. They're going to be looking at those metrics. They're going to definitely look at those numbies. I think they're not – I don't think they're going to look at the safety group and say, mm. yeah, we need to go upgrade this position. They're going to look now. at the guys in front of them. Yeah, they're going to look at linebacker. Yeah. Yep. Uh, probably bringing in some defensive line reinforcements. Maybe uh, another edge. Mm-hmm. Josh Sweat kind of underperformed this year. He sure did. Um, he get paid. I think he's still there. He, yeah, he's uh, he's on a yeah. He did get paid extension. two mm-hmm. years ago, I think. Yeah, it was he's, a nice little deal. It was like I think yeah. three years, forty five, something yeah. like that. He's celebrating a little bit. He's taking a lap. That's right. We don't we don't we don't like when they take laps. Yeah, right. when they get paid, they change. Right. Your money changes who they are. Emmanuel Agba, we're looking at you, boy. <laughs> you better perform now in the playoffs. What was that terrible deal? Uh, Washington Reds. Ooh, you almost said the R word. Almost did, but it was them back then. It, it was, was Albert Haynes. There you go. Wasn't it like a hundred million? million? Yeah. Oh my God, was that before or after he stomped on someone's face? It was after, I think, yeah. right? Because that was <coughs> he was in Tennessee when Tennessee, he did that. I think first, right? Yeah, and that was yeah, that was a big scandal, mm-hmm. big scandal back in the day. Hundred million before social media, really. Yeah, hundred oh. million. That seemed like just Gosh. an unthinkable amount of money. It's still a lot of money That's, for a defensive player. I mean, you don't yeah. see how many hundred million dollar contracts do you see for defensive guys? Think a lot more though than, than Shaq Leonard back got then. basically a hundred million. Think um, about how much your edge rushers now. Yeah, like Joey Bosa got a ton, didn't he? I Nick, think uh, has Nick Bosa gotten paid? Who else got? Yes, Nick Bosa got paid. Mm-hmm. Has Crosby gotten paid? Yes, years ago. He got a hundred mil. Two years ago, I think about Gruden. Von Miller, Khalil Mack. Von Miller got five one twenty five. I think Khalil Mack didn't he get like one fifty or something? Think about how much money uh, the Raiders are paying Gruden and now McDaniel's. Yeah, Gruden was a ten year yep. hundred million dollar deal. I don't know what McDaniel's was. It's probably four or five years. It's <laughs> yeah, usually wow. what these coaching contracts are. I think that's the best are. deal in uh, in the NFL. Go be a coach. Real be real terrible. Yeah, Frank Reich yeah. is like, I'll probably retire because I just signed like a four year deal in Carolina and, yeah. and played like nine games. Yeah, yeah. it's honestly really easy. You just got to be really good for a little bit and get a huge deal and then just be really bad. Yeah. And then just cash out and go uh, Audi, live on the yeah. beach somewhere. Easy yeah. life. Easy like life. Like Kenny Perry. Every day. Or buy Kenny Perry. Yeah, I was going to say. I might play a little bit better, of course. Yeah. I love you, Kenny. Yeah. But if I've got that's like true. a coach's contract, like $40, $50 million in the bank, because those are yeah. fully guaranteed deals. They get every penny of that. I might be a bit legacy. Where are you living? You, get, be a you give $50 million tomorrow. Where are you living? Where are I've you definitely got to? a house in Italy. I've okay. probably got one down in 30A somewhere. Sure. Um, and that probably be about it. I don't, okay. need, I don't need a lot of houses. Lying. What about you? A lot of land. Sure. A lot of land. Don't want a lot. Like No neighbors. Yeah. Somewhere don't in ever the want to see anybody ever again. Somewhere in the country. I need about, you know. Humble. Uh, 100 acres? Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Thousand. That'd be nice. Okay. Get I need a farm. Thousand. I need a farm. Okay. You you're gonna become a I farmer? I no, I just no no. I love no, this no. life. Shut up. No, Josh, Lord, no. Talk. Lord no, we're gonna we're gonna get some golf holes. <laughs> get some golf holes. I want a farm that's a golf course. I think that's just called I mean, a golf course. I can't do that anywhere else. I gotta be on yeah, the Yeah, You work. can't have your private golf yeah, course. Yeah, this functioning farm all kill all these cows, knocked on all these barns. There weren't cows there to begin with that's when right. Adam bought it. Just need the land, Josh. Just need the, Josh, need this the is land. a rough uh, reality just you're need, making us live in. The land, and the privacy. That's 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 all you need. I just love. I want a farm. Maybe a, 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 some uh, like a, a river or something. Okay, a creek <laughs> or something. Yeah. A creek, not a river. <laughs> Adam wants to buy the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> Will you pay me to farm it? Uh, sure. Yeah, it yeah. We'll Our let you get on the. It. We'll get you on the bush hog. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Bobby's okay. out there. Every we'll have day. the thickest rough you've ever seen. Oh sure. man, sure. I don't know how we transition from this to Jordan Battle, but uh, that's what we're gonna do. I need to wrap things up here. The last DB of the Risers. Who do you got? You want to read it? You guys want to? You guys want to take it over? <laughs> I kind of like you right. reading. I, I usually read this. so all much right. of this. Okay, all right. I want to see the Alabama reference. <laughs> Uh, in, honor, in honor of Nick Saban <laughs> retiring. In honor of Bill Belichick going to coach Alabama. Uh, Where's he going? I don't know, man. Something's up. I saw like, where Dallas was saying that if uh, What's-His-Face doesn't uh, perform well. Oh, gosh. I don't know. That seems he had like a great season. But if, you know, he chokes away in the playoffs. Well, the one that I've seen is uh, Atlanta because they've always hired coaches with no head coaching experience. Yeah. So it could be a zig where they usually zag. So we'll see. That's the one I've heard connected to Belichick's from have official to sources. Yeah, that's stay great. with Jerry for a couple. But of also, nights. like someone said, wouldn't you go to L.A. and have Justin Herbert and some defensive pieces to work with, as opposed to Desmond Ritter, Taylor Heineke? I feel like that's kind of a you got Herbert, and that's really about it, in my opinion. Yeah, a lot of old, older Derwin, older Bosa. Bill Belichick would love that. Old Are you older Keenan, older Eckler. Bosa can't stay healthy. Yeah. That's Although I do like Bosa for next year. Oh, here we I've, go. I'm not having this conversation hey. with you. Little fool's gold. They hurt till they ain't. I think Joey Bosa hurts until he retires. He's going to be cheaper than he's ever been. We've had the same conversation. He's going to miss nine games. He's cheaper than he's ever been. Hey, if you look at the games he played, though, pretty good. He pretty good, good in best ball. He, he was good by PPS. Pretty y'all good can, in best ball. Y'all can talk this all offseason, hey. and I'll determine what we're going to do week one. Hey. Seven first place finishes in these best balls. Not thanks to Joey Bosa, though. <laughs> Just saying. That I'm is saying. true. That is true. It's thanks to Khalil that Mack. True. That is true. <laughs> Not Joey but what Bosa. I'm saying is I saw Khalil Mack coming. All right, Jordan Battle. I'm about to cut a lot of this episode. Third round rookie out of Alabama. Finishes the year with 69 tackles. That's nice. Speaking of coming. Two sacks. <laughs> <laughs> Four TFLs. Five PDs. But a lot of this players on uh, a lot of this guy's production occurred in the second half of the season, just like a lot of the guys on this list. Weeks one through nine, sixteen percent of the snaps and averaged two point three points per game. Weeks ten through eighteen, he played eighty five percent of the defensive snaps and he averaged twelve point two points per game and averaged seven tackles per game. Seven tackles per game would put him on a season pace of one hundred and nineteen boys. Uh, the usage was also pretty solid. Uh, out of his five hundred twenty four total snaps, he played two hundred snaps in the box. 44 snaps in the slot and 17 on the defensive line. So basically like right down the middle as far yeah, as 50, 50, yeah, it seems like pretty much. So, um, grades are also good for, for Jordan battle, like really good 82.5 overall PFF grade. That was 10th best among safeties. Wow. So just really impressive first year for, for Jordan battle. It feels a lot like, you know, this is the new Von Bell and Jesse and Bates. Jesse Bates. I That's mean, what I was just going to say, so yeah, I, I like battle and, and, and he'll both, but yeah, I mean, I think you got to feel really good about Jordan Battle and what you see out of a guy that was drafted in the third round. Yep. I was going to say, DB risers, He, him and Dax Hill both. Both of them. I think are big-time yeah. risers. Yep. Um, and should be top 24, yeah. top 30 options for you next season. Yep. I mean, I feel good about both these guys. Don't get crazy, of course. You know, don't do anything dumb. Yeah, don't go... Don't go paying up for them, you no. know, if they slip around. to. I'm thinking about, like, um, this year, like... There was a lot of, and I know it didn't really work out at the end of the season, but like there was a lot of like Javon Holland that you could get uh, late, you know, like around safety thirty or something. I'm sure that there's going to be some Jordan Battle that slips through and stuff, you know. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because um, again, look at how he started the season. A lot of folks casuals check out. Correct. If your team's eliminated, you check out. So 
you may not have noticed uh, Kaliki Hudson, Malcolm Koontz, uh, Jordan Battle coming on at the end of the season. Exactly. So, well, there you go, folks. Six dynasty risers, as well as the fantasy playoff rankings and our favorite bets for Wild Card Weekend. Gentlemen, it was fun to be back in the shack, uh, chopping it up and just being uh, idiots with you guys. Yeah, it was a great time. I missed this. We hadn't done it in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the been energy. like, what, a month and a half? Yeah. we uh, Yeah, Christmas. It was tough this year because, uh, you know, week 17 – the week of content that we would have done, our recap would have fallen on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Waivers was on Christmas Day. That's right. And it's just like, gosh. I mean, we could try to make it work uh, on another year when the holidays on a different day. But yeah, we tried. It was just, eleven o'clock. And we that did. Just makes we, it tough. I was still trying to put kids down. Yeah, Christmas Adam was Eve. Ready. I was watching Die Hard. Wow. I was like, I don't think I'm getting off this couch. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? It is a Christmas movie. Okay. Yeah, I watch it at Christmas. I've so never seen it. It's a Christmas so movie. I, yeah. I was playing golf. You don't watch movies. Shut up. You don't get you don't get to have, have opinions on movies and television. I've actually not seen yeah. it either. Hey, yeah. so your Super Bowl pick is? Yeah, so I think I'm going to go Ravens-Cowboys. And the winner is? I'm going to go Ravens. Wow. I'll give it to Lamar. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they've been the best team um, for six weeks now. Uh, let's go with uh, the 49ers and the Bills. Oh, fun. Okay, winner? Niners. Niners. Eddie's big on the Niners. What you got, Bobo? Oh, man. I won't uh, hate it if you say the Rams. Uh, it's just, I mean, in a fun world, that would be cool. I just, it's going to be tough to get past the 49ers over there. Um, This is going to be gross. Let's go uh, Baltimore, Baltimore Cowboys. Let's give it to the Cowboys. Oh, wow. Johnny's going to fall out of his chair. Let's give it to the Cowboys. Same matchup? Is that what you had, too? Yeah, that's what I had, too. Ravens, Cowboys. That's the two best teams, I feel like, right now. Purdy turned into a pumpkin in the postseason last year, too, didn't he? No, he got, got hurt. Okay. UCL sprain. Right. He's right. back. He's angry. He's ready to prove <laughs> people sure like is. you wrong for doubting yeah. He's back, and he's angry. Yeah, I will be clipping this and sending it to him. I don't know <laughs> if Brock Purdy's ever been angry. <laughs> Hashtag Purdy. But hopefully y'all aren't angry after listening to this episode. Uh, we will be back, like we said, next week. I dare you to be. Yeah, just just don't don't get him riled up, folks. He's in a, he's in his bag right now, his bag of evil. Uh, we'll be back next week with an ADP review, gentlemen. I don't know if I talked to y'all about this, but we're no, going to be reviewing not. the ADP. We're going to be looking at we are not uh, doing that best values and biggest disappointments from our ADP. You with, are uh, one of my biggest disappointments. Well, that's I've heard that before from both of my parents. So thank you, Bobo, for that. Childhood trauma being revisited. You're welcome. Uh, but we'll be doing, yeah, IDP bets for the divisional round. We'll be doing ADP review. Uh, we'll be doing the reality check series starting here soon, looking back at top performers from 2023 to see, uh, is this a flash in the pan? Is this what we can expect going forward? So uh, the wheel's going to keep on turning, boys. And uh, got a lot of big announcements. Uh, just mm. keep your eye on the Twitter account. The week of January 22nd, we're going to be doing some big announcements mm. every single day that week, and you do not want to miss it. Mm. So I'll just leave it, leave it at that. Good. Big tings. Big tings mm. as always, Per use. Per use. This is a fun time of year. Yeah. Got to lock in with us in the offseason. That's when That's when really the magic happens. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's when we figure out uh, who these values are, who we're targeting, all this stuff. I look back at uh, some of the tweets I put out last offseason. Boy, I am a – I'm a – Hell to follow. Yes. <laughs> I'm tooting my own horn tonight, but 
I had some good calls. You're in there. a corporate shell, and I had, you're a, you're I a sure horn did. tutor. I, but but why? Because we're locked in and we're drafting. There's no one else in IDP. All these little IDP content creators, they're all clocked out right now. Yeah. All of them. They all shut down at week 17. They ain't drafting. We ain't done that for four years. Since we started this thing, we've not done that. The only group of people that have done that in IDP. And it ain't ever going to stop. Nope. But there's a reason why we Cheers. are what we are. It's because we work and we don't stop. And we love it. We're grind boys. We're grind boys. Speaking of which, best ball drafts will be firing up here soon. We're getting all the leagues from 2023 paid out. Mm-hmm. So if you're in those leagues and you haven't gotten your payout yet, be patient because we are working through yes. those. I think we have 74 leagues to go through. Yeah, it's, it's been a big learning big experience. Big learning experience. Yes. So just be patient with us. Uh, we are going to have those paid out hopefully by... Uh, the end of this week, start of next week. There will be no voting next year. Yes. It's going to all be commissioner control. You're going to have yes. to trust me. I mean, I, I'm I'm sorry, but yeah, this is this has been a headache. Adam's taking that money. Buddy. He's going. <laughs> he go. He's going to. It's been a like big headache. You go. Uh, but we'll get it done because we love you all. Yeah, and yeah. we'll be firing drafts up here soon. Probably like right after the Super Bowl, like mid to late February. Get yeah. some drafts going. I think you had ones going February end of January. Year. Yeah, yeah last so. year. So just, just stay tuned. The IDPshow.com. Make sure you're following the show on Twitter. This and is we do. Fun, this is a fun part of the offseason, too, to where like we can kind of chase rabbits if we want to. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we love in season, but sometimes the in season's hard where it's like Khalil Mack had four sacks and was really good. It's just, you know, we can be a little bit robotic at times. Yep. Offseason lets you kind of stretch out a little bit. A little bit loose. Sure. Not as many people listening. Uh-huh. Perhaps a little too loose. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean. Get borderline canceled, maybe. So I'm trying to get us out of here before we get canceled. So thank you all for listening, and thank you for locking in with us. Uh, Stay tuned. Like we said, big things coming up. But until next time, y'all take care. Just booked a flight downtown LA. With my head in the sand, eyes to the sky. Keep my chin up, gotta get mine. Too old for the handouts, doing just fine. No suicide, laid it all on the line. Can't stop now. Haven't hit my prime. I can't stop now. I wanna feel alive, I can't stop now Too many of my friends die, I can't stop now